And welcome to a bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. You kind of knew this was coming this week, all things considered. I am Bob McDonald. You can join me on. You can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, um, Matt, of course, could not make it at Horizon. Matt, Matt Dudek, John Parker. Hey, Bob. How's it going today? Um. Well, it's been a week. Um, John, of course, you can find it at Horizon John, and I have to apologize because when I posted the story about Paparolo Jr. this week, uh, I mutilated his Twitter handle. That was awesome. You know so, what? I don't care about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can find the podcast on Twitter, of course, as well, at Horizon RT, and you can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. So I already gave it away. Uh, Pat Baldwin Jr. is uh, is going to Milwaukee. The number four, the fourth rate, the fourth, uh, the number four recruit in the class of 2021, not just in Milwaukee, period. He's like, this is this, he's far and away. Yeah, this, this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a big is- enough, yeah, a big <laughs> enough deal that the Horizon League is like, yeah, they tweeted about, yeah, look who's coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, for good reason, you're talking about a guy who's six foot nine, six foot ten. He can handle pretty well, um, shoot very well. It's a complete game changer for the league because you've got a team that, um, you know, is losing some, probably losing more than some of the top teams in the league with Tijan Lucas currently being in the portal. Yep. And yet, because of this addition, you got to think they're going to finish a lot higher next year than they did last year. Um, they, they are now, I mean, with a few scholarships left to figure out, they're one of, you know, the, the favorites to contend for the league just based on, I mean, to me, he's the one surefire NBA prospect in the league right now. Um, obviously you've got a couple other guys, um, who, who could be kind of the, take a little bit more of a, a an Alonzo McKinney circuitous route to get there. But I think last I saw he was projected eighth in the 2022 draft for reference. Gordon Hayward went ninth when he was drafted. So yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so there is, so, so we have to take that and can take all of this into account that, you know, you're getting one of the best prospects in the country but at the same time, it's pretty likely he's gonna only be there next year. Yeah. Yep. So you kind of take the good, you know, you kind of ba- you kind of take the balancing. By the way, did we mention we're gonna be talking to Pat Baldwin Senior here on this? <laughs> no, program? we didn't. We just jumped right into this. I know. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I mean, sorry, I tweeted it out already. So and sorry, oh, by the way, we're all. By the way, Jimmy Jimmy wanted to say something too, so he'll be jumping in later at the end of this whole thing. So. uh so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, we're three minutes in. Yeah, we yeah we we've got to see surprise. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm excited. I know you are. No, I'm not talking. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just, you know. But um, I mean, dude, this is. I mean, this is this is. I mean, I'm not even a Milwaukee fan, and I understand the 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 magnitude of this again not just for the not just for milwaukee but for the horizon league as a whole basically the entire you know i i you know we how many times has Carrick jones talked about two bid league maybe this year <sighs> maybe maybe he's right 
I still don't think so. But I think one thing that I'm actually really looking forward to the last few years or the last couple of years when we've done like the preseason, um, preseason polls and preseason all league teams, it's all been kind of cut and dry. We don't even know what like Loud and Love is doing next year. And yeah. it's already going to be super interesting. It's going to be by far the most interesting. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, um, by the way, I, when we do talk to uh, Coach Baldwin, I am going to ask him about the other, uh, about Josh Thomas, who also potentially uh, could, uh, who has a year, the extra year of eligibility. And by the way, go to horizonroundtable.com. We have the senior tracker. Um, I know there's a couple of Detroit Mercy players that we kind of don't know about, but the three main ones you mentioned, uh, Loud and Love. Uh, we're going to ask uh, Pat Bowen Sr. about uh, Josh Thomas, and then now Eichelberger's out there too, by the way, still. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, and by the way, yeah, you, so you're ta- you look at the dynamic, you look at the unknown about Loud and Love, so Wright State may be still lurking as the – still even with Pat Baldwin Jr. coming in, you still potentially have the potential for Wright State um, being in a good position. Cleveland State is practically bringing everybody back. So you And then adding on on top of it, yeah. <laughs> and then they adding on two grad transfers and then Anderson Marambo from, uh, from, from the JUCO ranks who – yeah, he he's gonna be the he's gonna be the enforcer guy for uh, Cleveland State. I keep bringing. I see. I don't even watch hockey. I keep using hockey references. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here's Cleveland State. They're gonna be playing in shifts. They brought in an enforcer. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, be I, fair. I think about it. I, you know, by the way, it's, it's probably because I've been watching the uh, that new Mighty Duck series on Disney Plus. They're not paying. Pay me Disney Plus. Not um, but as far as but yeah, even but that does bring up a question that even with the addition of Pat Baldwin Jr., where does that situate Milwaukee? Even you know, even with that such prominent addition. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's a fair question to ask. Obviously, you know, with Tijon Lucas in the portal right now and. Pr- not listing Milwaukee as one of his finalists. It does sound like he's probably going to be moving on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair question. You're going to be relying on either a freshman who uh, just had a, a nice season, but somewhat limited because of Lucas in Donovan Newby. And then uh, Jordan Lathan, who missed last year, first with uh, transfer issues and then with an injury. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's a fair question. Um, it's hard to say, but I I do think you're talking about, I mean, a Noah Waterman type, I'll, I'll say what I said in my article. I, you're talking about a Gordon Hayward type talent potentially coming into the league. That's an obvious game changer. I mean, that, that, you might there's been kind of talk on Twitter and whatnot about can he be player of the year even though he's a freshman yeah depends on where they finish obviously but true maybe very true I think Hayward would have done it if not for Matt Howard I think Matt Howard would have done it if not for uh, some politics so it wouldn't shock me if a guy who's coming in with a lot more hype than those two is able to you know win the award as long as Milwaukee is, you know, either 
wins the league or is very much in contention and his numbers are, you know, crazy sky high. Which they, yeah, I mean, unless he should, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, yeah, it's, and, and, and again, it, you know, it, again, it depends, it's going to depend upon how everybody, you know, obviously DeAndre Golson is super excited. We already seen that already. And I'm sure yeah. the rest of the guy, and they also, and by the way, they also brought in another guy too, uh, from San Francisco, Samba Kane. Yeah. Um, so and- they, they're not like, they're not, and we'll, and, and I guess we, you know, uh, uh, so that's kind of. It, it even with Pat, that's going to be a very, it's a very interesting situation up in Milwaukee, and so I, I guess really without any further ado, we we should we should we should you know we should ask Pat Baldwin Jr. Pat Baldwin Senior about uh, you know his prospects. So, Coach Baldwin, thank you very much for joining us on obviously some uh, very on a very momentous week for you, um, and uh, appreciate you coming on. No, thank you for having me. It's great to great to be on. Uh, I guess first and foremost, congratulations professionally, and more importantly, personally. Obviously, yesterday uh, was a big day for your family, regardless of all the circumstances that made it uh, made headline news, and not only locally but nationally. No, thank you, and it's uh, certainly a great day for the Milwaukee Panthers, and and you know I know I have a a group of of guys that that are on our team that are very excited as well, and and uh, you know who are eager to to welcome their their new member to their team. Yeah. Uh, so while we definitely do want to discuss yesterday's big news, I did want to take a quick look back first um, at the season that concluded. Uh, one of the reasons that Patrick cited for his decision to commit to Milwaukee was the fight that you showed in the, you know. I, borderline miracle comeback over Wright State, but the Panthers actually came into that game already having what was considered, like statistically anyway, the least likely comeback win of the year in the game against Cleveland State. Is that kind of never say die mentality, something that you feel you've successfully instilled in your team over the years? Well, I I hope so. You know, you always want to go into a game competing and and fighting and and trying to you know, win every single one. And even if it seems like it's out of your reach, you still want to compete and play hard. And, and certainly we had been in some games like, you know, not like Wright State, but we had been in some earlier games that we had to come back and we won some of those games and some we just fell short. But um, I, I just over the course of my career being here as a, as a head coach here, you know, we've had teams that, that just continue to fight and, and um, you know, now it's just learning. And I think at that point was learning how to get over the hump. Uh, we had been in a ton of close games, not only this past season, but in seasons prior. And we just couldn't get those games to go our way. And I thought we had a share of them this year that we, uh, that we were able to, to get over that hump and, and uh, pick up those wins. All right, and then to, to jump into the big news, um, what was it like recruiting your own son against programs like Duke and Georgetown and then dozens of others? You know, it's um, first of all, I, I was honored to, for my son's sake, to, to that he was in that position to, to be recruited by such great programs. 
and that we were a part of that. And luckily for me that he was my son, maybe otherwise, maybe we wouldn't have had that opportunity, but, but you're humbled, you're, you're honored to, um, you know, when you, you get a call from, you know, some power five schools and some, some hall of fame coaches and hall of fame, former players that turn coaches and, and all of that. And, and it just is an unbelievable feeling. And when you see that it's your own son going through that, it's just, it uh, warms your heart. It makes you feel good. And, you know, you hope that, um, you know, you continue to do all the things you need to do for your son to be happy. So um, I do believe there were a couple of reports about when he made his decision and when he had decided and when he had told you. Um, could you share with us when you found out, when you found out about his decision? Well, it was, you know, the, to be honest with you, you know, when we were at the press conference, I still had no idea what he was going to do. I know. Uh, oh, so it was before, a surprise for everybody. Awesome. Well, and, I mean, I was in the top three, you know, and that's the thing that I knew um, from the standpoint of him just saying, hey, um, you're my, you know, you're my top three. And so I'm, I'm like, why don't you just get this over with and <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I got it through a, through a text and, and nothing too formal or anything like that. So, and then at the press conference, you know, there's the butterflies and there's all that stuff or the, the, the announcement, there's the butterflies and everything that's going on through there. Um, you know, will he really choose us? And because I, I left it up to him, up to him, it was his decision. I wanted him to go through the entire process and, I never jumped in if he sought counsel, if he was asking me certain questions, I answered them. I never, I never tried to throw too much or really anything about our program into him because um, I, I didn't want to skew his decision-making process sure. because it was all his. Sure. Given Patrick's unique size and skill set, do you see the team playing maybe a little bit of a different style this coming season than they have in the past, or do you think it'll be about the same? You know, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been looking at several things um, that uh, we could potentially do and how we would, how we would use him. And certainly the summer will be the, the greatest evidence that we can have and an opportunity just being on the floor together and experimenting and, and trying to fill each other out. So, um, but he certainly does have a unique skill set. You know, he has size, you know, he handles like a – he can play point. He can play – you know, he can pretty much play one through five. So there's some unique things that you could potentially do with him. But you also don't want to disregard some good players that we have on our team that they need the ball in certain situations, certain spots. And, and you know, DeAndre Golson had success in, in certain areas, and he was – he averaged 17 points per game. And um, other guys had their moments, and we have some new guys coming in as well. So – you know, I got to be conscious of, of all of them, but certainly, you know, with his, you know, unique abilities and uh, the ability to shoot the basketball, put it on the floor, post up, um, you know, penetrate and dish and play in transition, he, he can do a lot of different things that uh, it, it gives you some some opportunities and some things to, to think about and consider. Um, I want to pivot a little over to scheduling for next season. I know we've heard some rumblings about some potential 
uh, matchups for next season already. Uh, can we anticipate uh, the potential for some more marquee non-conference games this year? Yeah, I don't know. We're, I mean, this, the scheduling portion is is a constant, constant sure. thing that uh, that it is. It never stops. It seems like it never ends, and um, that's something that we are conferencing about and and talking uh, at this time. And we'll see how that shakes out. You know, we we want to be competitive. Uh, we also want to put ourselves in position um, that uh, we get some home games and. And, you know, you really almost some, sometimes you can't control. And now, especially with the portal and teams changing so much, you can't control who's good and who's, you know, sure. what level and, and all that stuff. So I just can't worry about that too much. But uh, we just have to put a good schedule together and, and hopefully have a, you know, our, our portion of home games that, that our fans can see us play without a doubt. All right. Is there any kind of timeline that you'd expect for the announcement on Paris Parham's replacement on the coaching staff to be announced? You know, that's going to be a process just because uh, with the University of Wisconsin system, the way that, th that we have to do things, um, it, it might be a little time before, um, before that takes, takes shape. So we're going through that process with human resources and, and how we have to do it. Um. I wanted to ask you about the remainder, obviously, of your roster. You still obviously have a few scholarships left. I guess my first question would actually uh, focus on Josh Thomas. Have you talked to him at all about whether or not he's playing the exercises, uh, his extra year of eligibility? Yeah, Josh is a great kid. Uh, he really had a terrific finish to his year. I think the last eight or nine games he you know, average about 18 a game for us and, and really played well in our semifinal game. I think he had 24 or something like that in our game against Cleveland State. But he's he's indicated that he that he wants to come back. And, um, and you know, we're going to talk again just to make sure everything else is, is all good um, all right. once, once finals are over. And that's what I told him, just concentrate on school and finals. And, and he's a senior. And, you know, sometimes I know when I was a senior, that uh, the last thing I was thinking about because I was burned out from school is, sure. uh, you know, be, you know whether or not I was coming back because I had opportunities. You know, the football and baseball team had asked me to continue to play, so uh, and play for them. Um, so I can imagine what he's thinking. Sure, absolutely. Can he make some money? You know, stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of, of things that, that these kids have to think about. Of course. Um, and as far as the uh, as far as the remaining scholarship spots, you do you have a specific strategy that you're going to go uh, to approach um, either through the transfer portal, JUCOs, or, or high school recruits? You know, the the one strategy that I that I impose with with our staff is just that we have guys of character that uh, that will care about the team. Um, as far as positions and all that stuff that's that's ever evolving to um you know we have to look at our roster as it's con as it continues to to form and, and take shape and and see what's best for you know for our program and with the kids that we currently have in here too and then we already had a chance to talk to her this off season and get her take on it so i wanted to ask you um could you describe your relationship with your women's basketball counterpart coach recklitz yeah, you know we have a we have a pretty good relationship. She's a terrific coach. She um, she has done a tremendous job with their program. I'm I'm ecstatic that they 
you know, they won the league this year and, and did so well. And uh, they're, you know, they set a standard for, for how we want to be as a, as a program. But, but, you know, we bounce some ideas off of each other a lot of times and, uh, you know, whether it's drills or whether it's plays or anything like that. And, and, uh, but she's, she's really good at what she does. And um, certainly, you know, certainly someone that, that I follow and keep an, keep an eye on with, uh, with the way that they do things because it's, it's done the right way. Well, well, coach, um, thank you once again. I know, I, I know you've become Mr. Popular this, the last couple of days. So, um, you know, we really appreciate uh, having you on the, uh, on the podcast and uh, we, we definitely look forward to seeing uh, the, what Milwaukee has to, uh, has to do this year, this upcoming season. I appreciate that, and and I look forward to uh, get, getting the season started again. It's crazy, you know, thinking about that. And I appreciate you guys uh, having having me on today. Absolutely, absolutely. So to close out this bonus episode, I felt it wouldn't be complete without hearing from at least one person, at least one Milwaukee fan that I know exists, and he sounds like he's being. Uh, what are you on the highway? <laughs> I'm on the highway? No, I thought the noise was coming from your end. I'm I'm sitting at my desk at home. Oh, okay. That's we- that was weird that that happened. I don't know. That was very strange. So, in case if you, in case you haven't figured out who that is, it's Jimmy Lemke. Hey, everybody. You should, you should know who it is because if you've been listening to the last two episodes, you know exactly who this is. Yeah. Yeah. You better so, know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get this show on the road, you know. Hey, floor is yours, man. So I'm I obviously the reason that I'm on this is because Milwaukee, my alma mater, just landed the, you know, the uh, the all time highest ranked recruit in Horizon League history, which we that, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is Pat Baldwin Jr. Uh, consensus number four national pick, uh, national recruit, rivals two four seven scout and ESPN all number four. Um, Turns out all those all those Duke bloggers in the last couple of days who are adding Duke crystal balls didn't know what they were talking about because uh, he, he, he picks not. Milwaukee. So um, what I guess what I, I guess what I would say my my thoughts on this specifically um, I'm thrilled as I as obviously any anybody you know most of Milwaukee Panther fans are um, the couple I do know are really just people who are just waiting for Amanda Braun to go and and before they come back and this isn't turning their, this isn't changing things for them. Um, It's it's okay. You're not, you're never going to, you're never going to have a hundred percent, a hundred percent support and that's fine. Um, Um, By the way, I I have to ask this because this was relevant um, given the last couple of episodes. Does this mean now with Pat Baldwin Jr. in the mix, does this mean that, Milwaukee fans won't ghost us for any future fan events because that was kind of salty that no Milwaukee fan showed up for the fan well, man. I'm sorry, uh, well, but that's a, I, I can't, I can't, sure. you can't, we can't talk about the W's without talking about the L's. So. It was a little annoying. Um, the one thing I will say is that uh, I, what I do know is that I talked with the ticket manager at Milwaukee uh, and he's, he's been busy all day. Oh, of course. I, I left him a message before, about ten minutes before Pat Junior committed, uh, before yeah. the about twenty after nine our time. Uh, 
Uh, I left him a message saying, hey, I'm probably going to get the season tickets. Uh, if you call me back and left him my number. He got back to me. He was responding in the order of car- calls he received, and he didn't get back to me until almost noon. So, and, and the other part is our the ticket website has been fallen, has been uh, continuing to break down because they've got a lot more traffic than they were planning on, and they were planning for more traffic due to this. So, um, yeah, pretty huge deal that, we're, you know, how we're doing. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like there's going to be a lot more people in the stands next year, which you can really only go up from where we were at. So Pretty much, uh, yeah. I, I, I bought season tickets for the first time in many years for me. Um 2016 was the last time I had season tickets. So um, I'm in. Um, it, it's going to be a one-and-done thing. The only way that he's not is if he totally falls flat, which nobody expects that to be the case. He is a dynamic offensive player, like a poor man's Kevin Durant. And I, I say – I'm not trying to say that he's anything like Kevin Durant. I don't think I, Kevin Durant was I, – I don't think Kevin Durant was ever a number four prospect. I think so Kevin I, Durant was a top five prospect, um, so. but number four. So they, I mean, you don't even say guys, you don't even yeah. say you don't even can't even say four mans. I mean, they're in the conversation with each other at this point. Theoretically. Yeah, um, I, I'm. I don't. I don't think that he's number four nationally because of his defense. His defense okay. is. Um, his defense is not like it's not bad. He's not going to be a liability at all. But he, you're not. He's he's going to be instantly should be one of the the best offensive player in the league, if not one of the two or three best. Um, he'll be a one-and-done player. I'm, I'm certain of that. He's incredibly skilled. He shoots very well. Um, he shoots from deep, from mid-range, from close. He finishes well. I'm I'm ecstatic to have him, and I'm, I really hope that this is a way – this is something that kind of brings a lot of people together. So yeah. I'm really – Really kind of hoping that this just kind of ends the whole, uh, you know, ends a lot of the animosity and gets everybody out to games. You know, I want to, I want to see. I, I'm, I'm excited not just for for Paul Baldwin Jr. to play for us, but also hearing how excited other people are. I mean, it's dominating the local sure. talk radio today. Yes, it is. That's true. And it's talk dominating ours. I mean, obviously, well, talk radio here has been. It's been constantly Aaron Rodgers for the last month, so what? so it, it's cool to see Pat Baldwin Jr. like his commitment take the front the you know center stage today. So I'm I'm excited that for him. So for him, hopefully we can you guys can get him on the podcast. I'd love to be a part of that. And uh, you know, obviously well, you just, his dad's you just on. Heard Pat, you just we just heard, heard Pat you just heard obviously yeah you so just heard Coach Baldwin. Pat, that, that, Hopefully the Pat Jr. is not never – well, I guess that sounds like a thing that we'll have to have a discussion about. But, um, but Jimmy, again, thank you very much. I guess this means you're going to have to have Panther U up again at some point. I bought PantherU.net. Yeah, you're going to have to work on that. So, so it's, uh, it's, I might be coming back. It depends if I can get some writers to help me out with it. But it'll be back on some level. So All right. So um, that's going to close out this bonus episode. Um Jimmy, of course, you can find right now Jimmy Lemke because J- Panther U is still in hawk, it sounds I'm like. A, I'm in exile on my personal Currently account. Currently exile, so there you go. Um, 
But uh, tune in tune in next week for a regular episode because we have another uh, very exciting guest where we're going to catch up with none other than Drew McDonald. So uh, you don't want to miss that. But um, as always, HorizonRoundtable.com. That's where all our episodes are. Um, you can pull us up on the you know you can pull us up <laughs> wherever podcasts are found, and then of course you can uh, find us on your uh, Amazon or Google devices. So uh, tune in next week for our regular episode. And until that point in time, thank you all for listening. Take care.